y'all. Welcome to season six. Season six of This Most Unbelievable Life. I'm Sherry Spiegel. I'm Paul Fitzgerald. We're glad you're here. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoy the show. Happy Labor Day, Dr. Yes, Spiegel. Sure. It's in the past. I feel like we should not reference time or dates when we record things. Um, it does sort of constrain them to a particular time or date. Well, I was listening to a meditation just last night. Oh, I didn't want to talk about that. <laughs> and I was listening to it on September the 8th, and it started with... <laughs> Today is September the 9th. The 9th, yeah. So it's like I recorded that on when, – when did I actually record that? It was like the 3rd or the 4th or something like that. Um, yeah, because this is the same as when uh, I if, – if I'm going to like call somebody, like make an appointment, like a doctor appointment or I'm on the phone, I always write my phone number and my address on a piece of paper <laughs> and leave it next to uh, next to the phone because if asked to provide information like that on the spot, it's like I'll forget my own phone number. Yeah. It's like, what's my phone number? I seven one. Oh, I've, <laughs> I've done it before. I was like, I just make up a string of numbers and it's like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know because it's, it's more idiotic to forget your own phone number than it is to just like – I'm just going to make up some numbers because they're never going to call me, right? Um, and uh, I, f- I don't know why I, I, I even tried to mention what day it was, but I was looking at – I had my laptop in front of me and I had the date was like in the bottom right on the on the machine on the Windows machines like it does. And I saw the 9th for September and it was like, it is September 9th. <laughs> and it's like, it is not and I didn't even I didn't even notice it. And then I was going back and listening to it to hear what it sounded like. And it yeah. was like, it is not September 9th. Well, and like when we How released that. funny. Um, and if you, dear listener, have not heard that, it's because <laughs> you may not subscribe to our newsletter. And you should. That's true. Yeah. Because if you subscribe, you'll find all kinds of interesting <laughs> if you do you'll it's, it's the ninth today right so it is yeah it is so, so it's like, I, I just recorded that wink wink nod nod and if people listen to it it will be well it's fine yeah that was too funny it yeah was too funny I, like i didn't even know i blew right through it i didn't even flinch until i went back and listened to the audio and i was like wait a minute and then i was like do i record it again it's like no it came out really well i don't want to record it again do i chop that part out it's like you know what I will let my imperfections uh, just sort of, I want to throw them out there, yeah. you know, and it's like, tell me that uh, we're not all just doing our best out here. And sometimes you get it right. And sometimes we get the date wrong, whatever. It's an interesting thing um, to realize, like, letting your imperfection out doesn't yeah. actually hurt you. Yeah, um, that's a tough one to learn. Yeah. It's it's interesting. This week, um, I assigned the first major project in all of my classes, or all of my composition classes. And uh, one of my students asked me, um, you know this student, uh, he's a mutual student. Um, and he was like, uh, yeah, so when's this due? And in that moment, I realized I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Because I haven't made a course schedule. Yeah. Right. Um, and one that tells me something about myself and where I'm at right now, like, Really, I'm getting this living in the moment thing. And I'm like, who? I don't know. That's a future you problem. Yeah, it's a future you problem. It's a problem for later you. Not today. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I realized past me would have known that I was on Zoom and that I could pull up a calendar real quick and do the math and throw a date out. 
And I was just like, yeah, you know, actually, I don't know, but I'm totally going to give you that information soon. Yeah. In the meantime, no, not today. It's due the 43rd of Smarch, right? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I don't know. Um, Yeah, that's, it's a weird, um, it's a weird perspective to to have. It's a little counterintuitive. Yeah. You know, how can, because it seems like, well, if we just lived in the moment all the time and didn't like try to plan everything, how would anything get done? And it's like, it's somehow it does, you know, um, it's, I, I, I can't say that I've really sort of figured that out either though, but sometimes it's, it's, it's like putting a, putting a, a due date on something. Does that count as planning for the future? Or is that just doing something in the present moment that your future self will thank you for later? I don't know. I'm still sort of sorting out myself, but right. things, still, things still happen. Things still happen. And it's, um, one of the things I've been really thinking about is how much we ritualize and fetishize deadlines and planning and all of yeah, that. And right. It's like, if we don't, like, does that planning really create safety and security? Um, it certainly is fodder for potential fodder for some anxiety, I would think. Yeah. Uh, and some stress. I mean, once things get put on paper, it's like you made a commitment, you know. <laughs> but, I mean, we talked about this as like can you build in flexibility into things? Um, yeah. Because the the urge to plan is strong in this one and in many. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it really is just a way to scratch an itch of it's really, really great if we just knew what was going to happen. It would save us all a lot of trouble if we just had a plan and we could kind of whatever and stick to it. And the I think and I, I think that's not a a bad thing to do. You know, coming up with a plan, I think, is not a bad thing to do. The problem is when you sort of get married to it. Yeah, because if we knew what was going to happen, then life wouldn't be life. It would be Candyland. Right. Candyland is which not was played, a Which was played this weekend by not me, but people close to me. I watched it. Uh-huh. It I, wasn't played. It wasn't played. Well, that's what I said. You know, <laughs> as, as, soon as, it, yes. as soon as it came out, as soon as it got broken out and, you know, pieces were starting to get set up. You know, I said, you know, that's not a game, right? You know, so it was, it was kind of funny. <laughs> I like when I know that it makes I've had sense. my yeah, impact on you. Now, picking a, a card at random from the pile could make it a game. Yes. Because it wouldn't be a pretty determined out. Anyway. If you shuffled the deck between Between turns, pulls. Yeah, between pulls. That would make it. There are things you can do to Candyland to make it a game. It's just as the rules are stated, it is not. That is and that correct. was the case that you were making. Yes. I think I agree with yeah. it. Yeah, because like the the outcome is predetermined. Right. Um, right. And so, I mean, I guess that the joy is learning what unfolds. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's not the life I want to live. Mm-hmm. 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 I like, like... For example, this podcast was not planned. It was not. When were we going to? We were going to record yesterday. Is that true? I don't think we talked about it. And you know what's funny about this is normally Sherry would be like, um, Paul, we haven't planned a thing. Would you like to plan a thing? Um, and I just kind of was like, yeah, you know, we got one in the bag. You got one in the and, bag. Uh, yeah. Eventually we'll record again. Yeah. So I was just rolling with it. And I then of, you called me and you were like, do you want to record? Yeah, I know. Well, I had it in my head, I think. Um, 
from something that we were probably recorded yesterday because we re- we recorded the previous Wednesday. Yes, right. I think Wednesdays are going to be our day. Yeah, it seems like it. I think it seems like it is. Dear reader or listener, listener, it is Thursday. Yeah, it is Thursday. But there we go again. You know, right? tying this episode to specific times and dates. Uh, but yesterday did not go as anticipated. What did I say? It didn't go as uh, as envisioned or anticipated yeah, or planned something or something like that. Like yeah. that. It was not the day you thought you. Were the, it have. was not the day I thought I was going to have yesterday. I spent most of the day um, being laid over in O'Hare Airport yeah. <laughs> for several several hours. Yeah. You know. After a flight canceled. After the day a before. flight cancellation, yeah. So you've been doing your lessons in patience and flexibility. Yeah, it was a it was a certainly a planes, trains, and automobile situation getting back. I mean, getting getting out for the holiday and seeing some family was like we're gonna get on a plane, we're gonna take that plane, we're gonna rent a car and it's gonna be great. And that worked fine. It was getting back that was the Yeah. I could have walked faster. Like <laughs> <laughs> Could have just saved the rental car, not turned it in, and driven it back to Virginia, and it would have got here sooner than if I. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. If I didn't uh, rely on one of our major airline carriers to do the work for me, I was there on time at every at every place I was supposed to be in order to get back in a timely way. I satisfied my end of this contractual arrangement that I had with this airline. Yeah. They did not satisfy their that end is... of all of this. No, you know I. I was reading an article this morning about um, what the airlines are contending with. And, like, it was over 3,000, like, issues with people riding airplanes because of mask. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Like, I'm just – and I understand that people don't adjust well to change. But I just can't imagine, like, you put pants on. Yeah. What's like, the hmm. – Mm-mm. What's the big deal? Yeah. Um, Anywho, that's yeah, the, the, the fine folks of that airline did, however, do everything they could to make our our extended our extended stay as comfortable as possible. So Wonderful. It was yes. a hotel room and some food credits, yeah. and they put us in uh, economy plus, so we had more leg room and all that Ooh. kind of stuff. So yeah, it was it wasn't it wasn't the worst, but it was like Wednesday is just like. One of those days where it's like, it was a travel day. I, I, I don't remember any of it. I, you know, not much actually happened. You know, it was like I'd sat in an airport and I walked around the airport and then I got some emailing done and then I sat down. You know, it was, it yeah. was interesting. But yeah, practicing a lot of patience as my intended plan did not uh, run out. So um, I had it in my head that we would get back on Tuesday. We would record a podcast on Wednesday. Yes. And then it was like, well, that's out the window. So we'll do something different. Hey, Sherry, you want to record a podcast? I got the blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That's, it's funny because I think um, on Tuesday I had it in my head that we would record on Wednesday. Yeah. And then when you told me that your flight was canceled, because um, <laughs> somebody had asked me if I could meet yesterday. Hmm. Um, and I was like, I'm not sure. I need to check in with Dr. Fitzgerald. But once you said that your flight was canceled, I was like, yeah, yeah I'm available. Yeah, plenty of time. Yeah, you got free, yeah, plenty of free time. You got yeah, plenty of free time. So, uh, yes. Yeah, so it's that how how quick can you pivot? And it's always really uncomfortable. And it's it's um I mean, there are easy things and there are hard things, you know. The the easy stuff, it's like, ooh, my pencil broke. Let me get a pen. I mean, dumb stuff is easy to pivot on. It's when it's like talking about I didn't have I, I taught my Zoom classes on Monday and Tuesday from the hotel room, mm-hmm. and now uh, wonderful. After that, we're going to go to the airport. And when when there's logistic intricacy into it, and it involves your physical form, 
being transported across this great nation of ours. (laughs) So you can be somewhere to do something kind of specific in in a little bit. You know, it's like, oh my God. It's like, and and it gets difficult for me, not because it's inconvenient to me. It feels like I'm inconveniencing others. And that's when it gets dicey for me. Right. That's when it gets tricky. And it's like, oh my God, I got to tell this person I can't meet. And we're not going to record the podcast on Tuesday. And I'm going to have to, I got to push that one thing, you know? And it's like, and and it's not that it's inconvenient for me to have to do that. It's just like, it it feels like I'm inconveniencing other people. And you and I have had many conversations about that. That's a, that's an Achilles heel for me. That's a, that's a sore spot. Well, and I think part of it is, so regardless of your own flexibility, you have to, like when you, when that happens, you have to also count on everyone else feeling like they're in the place where they can be flexible. Yeah, right. And then it's it's like you know you knock over one domino. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting because um, you know, like with the example of the pencil breaking, like there are days where a pencil can break, and I could say, "Huh, my pencil broke." Mm. But there are other days where your pencil breaks. And it's like the last straw. It is not the only thing that breaks, right? I'm done, right? (laughs) Um, So it all, like, and I think that's true, like, you know, like, you were lucked out this week, right? Like, you had, I mean, you didn't. Like, that was terrible. Yeah. But also, your calendar really allowed you to be able to do that without too much. Yeah, it was a soft landing. Yeah. You know, and many and f- finally, it was a soft landing after right. 26 hours. <laughs> it was it was a soft landing both figuratively and literally. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But even if it's not, I mean, um there was a, a a poor young woman behind us on that flight that got canceled and she was not having a as as loose an experience of, of that delay as we were, you know, there was pacing and tears and phone calls. Yeah. You know, um, and she was having a different experience than we were having. Cause it didn't sound like, uh, the dominoes that she was knocking over were as friendly to being knocked over. As the- <laughs> right. And I, the one thing that she said more than anything else was should, yeah. you know, I should have taken the other flight. I should have left a day earlier. I should have gotten this other connection through whatever <sighs> should have, should have, you know, and she was just shooting herself to death yeah. about, you know, because this one little thing that is that happens works out the right way as anticipated ninety nine point nine percent of the time. You know, she pulled the short straw on it, and yeah, um, I mean, and that's she where wasn't, she wasn't having an easy experience. Yeah, I mean, and that's where I mean, of course, we don't know the reality of her life. Right? No, like, not in any we way. don't know what she was missing, right? right. Like, it, right. yeah, who knows? But um, those shoulds end up being like. Such a self-torture device, you know, like, um, the longer I spend in the shoulds, I create hell. Yeah. It's a, it's a guaranteed way to Mm self-flagellate. I mean, Mm -hmm. when it's like, I I planned on doing this thing, it didn't work out that way. And now I'm under a lot of stress and I'm I'm upset with myself and I'm frustrated and blah, 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 you know, add whatever feels right to your listener on how you feel when that happens. The first thing that we think of. I think a lot of times is all the other alternative things that could have been done to result in a different outcome. Yeah. None of which you had any knowledge of at the time. You couldn't anticipate how, you know. Yeah. It's it's a, it's like the the should is so effective at at slow at self-flagellating yourself with because it is 100% guaranteed that it is impenetrable to be able to do anything about it. Because it's like, it, that's not, 
the reality in any way that we are fighting ourselves in. Right. You know, it's like you you can't do anything about that. Yeah. That flight is not going to leave at 5.45 p.m. Guaranteed. Right. There is nothing you could do about that. And every experience you had to this point tells you that that flight was going to go on time or reasonably thereof. Yeah. Well, so, so it's interesting. Eric and I are watching What If, the new Marvel yeah, 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 series, yeah. right? And so the most recent episode, I won't go into too much detail Spoilers. in case people haven't watched right. it, right? But there is what's explored in the most recent episode is kind of this idea of like what happens if you go back and you try to make the other choice. Right. Um, and like I used to be really obsessed with this idea of like the multiverse theory or like, you know, alternative timelines like mm-hmm. i make this choice instead of this choice what happens what unfolds and like one of the things i'm realizing is like there could be other timelines out there sure but i'm not in them <laughs> yeah i know and you know I, i've thought that myself and it's like you know we we hear some of these uh some physicists sometimes saying it's like every fraction of a second of your life creates an alternative timeline where you're actually engaged in that thing of doing something else and i'm like yeah, but I'm in this one. You yeah, know, it's like, exactly. it's like, I, who, who cares? Right. You know, I mean, that might seem fascinating to you, but, you know, I sort of don't give too much of a, of a flying leap because it's like, why, then why am I in this one and not that one? Right. And it's like, but there is a you in that other one. And it's like, yeah, but I don't experience that other me in that other one. I experience this one and this one me. So I don't give, yeah. you know, uh, a heck. I hope they're happy. Right. But <laughs> yeah, like, besides that, it's like, exactly. It's like, but I'm in this, I'm in this one. Right. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that I can do is try to make choices that make future Sherry more comfortable. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, future Sherry hasn't done anything wrong. Nothing worse than what I've done. Yeah. Um, And so I don't want to screw her over. But, like, trying to, like, get hung up on what alternative Sherry is experiencing Mm -hmm. means I can't experience what real Sherry, current Sherry is experiencing. And I've, I I don't know, I got really hung up on this kind of idea over the weekend. Um, Eric and I were out on this walk and I was like, life is for living. Like, right? Like, that's what we're supposed to do. You're supposed to live life. And there's very little that you have to do within the span of a day to ensure that you will get the opportunity to do that again tomorrow. Right, right. But we get so hung up on all these things like, oh, I've got to do this and I've got to do that and blah, blah, blah. And like, oh, I've got to get home on time. I've got to record a podcast. Like, no. Like, the number of things I actually have to do to guarantee that I will be alive tomorrow are super small. Super small. It's like single digit. Like low single digit. And I can't actually guarantee it. Yeah, that's for sure. So we spend all this time stressing about stuff we can't control. Yeah, right. And it's like, and you really don't stress over those things that you that you really, really need. It's like, I have zero anxiety right now about whether or not I'm going to starve to death. Granted, privileged position. I have food. I don't, I, I'm reasonably assured yeah. that that is something that I don't need to worry about. Sleep. You know, it was like reasonably assured. Some hurricane victims right now in New Orleans are in a different situation. And I yeah. appreciate that, you know, but it's like that's that's sort of these rare one-off events, you know, that a lot of people have during times of disaster when that gets tested. Yeah. But on, on the daily, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, there's very, you know, most of my day is spent concerned 
when I am concerned, which is not always, but when I'm concerned about things that I have zero control over. And I mean, being able to consider the reality of an alternate universe, Paul or Sherry, is about as meaningful as considering the alternate reality of what I would have what things would be right now if I made a different choice when I booked a plane ticket two weeks ago, three weeks ago. It's yeah. like, but you're here now. This yeah. is this is the thing. You know, what's the next thing you need to do now? Um, that that consideration on how things would have happened differently if different decisions were made or different paths taken is enticing. Yeah. You know, um, and it's a guarantee I found that when – we think about what would have happened if we would have taken different action earlier. When, when something doesn't work out, the plane gets, flight gets canceled. I should have taken this other flight, whatever it might be. Right. Any outcome that you envision from doing it differently will always be better than the one that you're in. And that's not necessarily a good assumption either. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's like when we, when we imagine the other choice. We would do ourselves a service if we imagined an even worse outcome. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And like, then it's like, boy. Yeah. So much easier it can be. Yeah. So, and you have no basis on, on really knowing if if you did something differently, if it would be better or worse. Why not? At least half the time, picture right. it playing out worse. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, and there are lots of ways that the same event could go even worse than they did. Yeah, yeah, right? by by far. And if it, you survived, if you survived it, you know? Right. And this isn't me trying to say that people should sit around and say, oh, well, I could have it worse. Because I feel like whenever a person says that, like, oh, it could be worse, things get worse. Like, things can, they can, because they always get worse. But that's this life we live. And then sometimes you know? they get better. And then they get better. Yeah. Um, I had a flight. I had a plane ticket um, for the morning of September 11th, 2001. I know. Going yes, out of, we're coming up on that anniversary. Ironically, I'm um, going out of Chicago, right? Yeah. And son of a – going out of Chicago and, and going to – that at the time, Sacramento, because I was yeah. in graduate school at the time. But it's like, this is the second time – no, I was going out of St. Louis and this gets canceled. I mean, taking flights out of Chicago are just not working out for me. Right. So maybe the lesson learned is stay away from Chicago. Yeah. And no. it, it, was not one of the, it was not one of the flights, right? Um you know, that ended up in the World Trade Center or anything coming up on that anniversary. Yeah. Um, it was about an hour after it. So it, it, it was canceled, right? That flight was canceled. Um, they ended up taking a train for three days. Yeah. You know, um, from you seen- Chicago to, to Davis. Right. And that was on the exact same car as two America's Cup yacht sailors and the, the news team from the NPR Sacramento station. Very nice. It, it was lovely. Lovely. You know, <laughs> the other thing, though, if you had been on a different flight that day, have you seen the musical Come From Away? I've not. I've heard wow. I've heard about it. Yeah, See, you could have been one of the people like that yeah. inspired that. Yeah, I could have. But I you could've. weren't because instead you were hanging out with NPR on a train. Yeah, I was in Kalamazoo visiting Shauna. And uh, yes. it's like September 11th, we got to get tomorrow. We got to get to Chicago for the flight. And then we did not. Ah. Uh. I was at Virginia Tech when it when 9-11 occurred, and I was in my first year chemistry class, mm. um, and someone got a call from their family, um, and then we all checked the news, and then I got up and left there and went and stood outside Norris Hall, mm. which is where Eric was. He was inside uh, in, at his physics class, mm. um, 
And so there's this, and then years later, um, the Virginia Tech sh- shooting right. took place within Norris Hall. Yeah, right. Um, and so like Eric and I just have these associations, maybe more me than even mm. him. He's mm-hmm. He doesn't latch on to things in the same way I do, mm-hmm. but like Norris Hall just has like bad vibes. Well, me. not without cause, yeah. Yeah. not without cause. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I haven't been back in that building since. But. I like Chicago. You know, it's I like, love I have no Chicago. Problems yeah, with Chicago. don't write off Chicago. Chicago is delightful. It's but maybe take a train there. Taking flights out of Chicago from this one particular airline has just not been working out. <laughs> not working out for me, you know, for a variety of reasons that really don't have anything to do with Chicago or O'Hare Airport or even right. the air. It's like, look. Stuff happens sometimes, and it doesn't, and things don't go the way that you thought they were. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's the big pivot, sometimes it's the small pivot. You know, um, had some delightful chats with people on a train for a couple of days. Took a train across the country. Mm-hmm. There's a box to check. Yep. Um, I love the train. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. Um, and uh, we would we would do ourselves well, you know, by it's. I think it's a Almost impossible to to avoid. It's like it's easy for you and I to say, "Well, so don't shoot yourself when bad things happen." Of course, you are. Yeah. I I do it. You know, I do it. Um, I, I think it happens by itself. Yeah. You know. Um, I think the important is like notice when you're doing it and put a start a timer. Yeah. F- should the hell out of yourself for five minutes and then shut it down. Right. It's not going anywhere. You well, know. And I like to apply. I mean, I think it's. I think it's a good practice to apply some fatalism to those shows. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like it's just. I don't know. Yeah, like this idea that the imagined reality is better. It's just no stuff sucks everywhere. Yeah, stuff sucks everywhere. And um, I mean, there's a practice that people could engage in. I guess I've never tried this, but well, I could, maybe I have sort of tried this a little bit. I've, I've, I try to do that retrainment a little bit because I think it is sort of some retraining. Yeah. We shit ourselves because it, it feels right and it's habitual. Yeah. You know, but you know, it's, it's like I said, it's, it's very biased. You know, any other potential outcome or course of action that you imagine will end up in a better outcome than the one that you're thinking. It's like a guarantee. You know, it's like if only I would have, you know, taken that other flight, then everyone would already be there and I would have bought a lottery ticket to celebrate and now I'd have $350 million. It's like, no, come on. Right. You know? Um, But, you know, when something doesn't happen, you know, a flight gets canceled. Ah, thank goodness. Awesome. We're going to do this instead. and. Or Finding if, like, practical ways to pivot myself that are actionable and tangible yeah. is good. Well, and even if you can't get to thank goodness, like maybe get to, hmm, that's curious. I wonder what will happen. Yeah, that's a good one too. I've, I've resorted a lot to alas. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's a it, – it's short. It acknowledges everybody knows what alas yeah. means <laughs> and we can get on with uh, – so what do we do now kind of thing? Yeah. But I mean, but watching other people as they go through the process, you know, is, is again, you and I have talked about this a bit as well. You know, it can be, it can be a challenge to watch people go, go through this because yeah. it's like we love people and we want them to be happy and they're clearly suffering, Yeah. you know, imagining these alternate realities where this didn't happen. Um, and it's, I mean, that can form the basis that can, you know, not be a total waste of, of time. I mean, what would future Sherry prefer, right, mm-hmm. when making plans and things like that? It's nice to come up with a little bit of a calendar just to 
kind of think about what you're doing because future Sherry might appreciate that. And current Sherry certainly doesn't mind the process of it. Right. You know, it makes Sherry a person where she can like sleep because she knows she's not going to forget it. And it's like, it, it does all kinds of good. Right. Um, it does all kinds of good. But when things go south like that, you know, it's like it, it forms the basis of historical information that you can pull from in the future. Last time this flight got canceled. So that is a possibility. So when that happens, yeah, you know, or if that happens, what's my plan? What's my plan? Yeah. yeah. So, um, it, it does give you a basis of information to pull from that right. you can apply to future anticipation or current planning of whatever it is that you're going to do. Right. Knowing that, well, it doesn't always work out that way. So remember that, you know, it's not a bad idea to be a little flexible with this. Not flexible in terms of like, I can do anything at any time if stuff doesn't go my way. But, you know, the, wow, this, this is not going the way that I thought it would. Yeah. And I'm feeling some resistance to a pivot. Yeah. Well, and like realizing that What's you're- going on? Your regret and your mourning won't change the... Oh, it changes nothing. Yeah. yeah changes and so, nothing. I mean, part of it is like whatever happens saying like, well, that's 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 how that went. That's how that went. <laughs> that's how that went. Um, so... So this is what we're doing now. Okay. You know, yeah, that's a good one too. This is what we're doing now. Yeah. Because um, okay. that's just where you're at. Yeah. Um, it is interesting though, because... So while you were talking um, and you were... I was thinking about like what it looks like to watch people we love or people we know as they're adapting to the reality that a lot of things in life don't go the way we wish, right. the hoped, blah, blah, blah. So my question for you is how do you, how do you sit with and be with people when they are navigating that space and not necessarily like the young woman adjacent to you, but like a person in your life who's navigating circumstances that they don't love mm. and they're not in a place where they're able to be as flexible. How do you be with people compassionately? Yeah. In yeah. That um, I, I think, I think for me in that situation where I'm, I'm with somebody who's going through that, it, it is the the art and craft of giving someone the attention and the space to voice the scope and scale of the catastrophe that they're in. Right. Like talk talk me through. You know what's the um, narrate me through the disaster. Yeah. Right. What's the what's the worst of this? You know what's mm-hmm. what's really what's what's really going on? That's what are you going to miss? What are you gonna? I mean, what's the, what's the nature of the of the pivot that we're we're trying to or the magnitude of the pivot that we're having yeah. to make? I mean, missing my beloved one's funeral is pretty bad. You know, is like mm-hmm. that's 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 that requires something different than um, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna have to call somebody and tell them to pick me up two hours later from the airport. It's like these are different situations, right? So it's like. But giving the person, you know, who's suffering this, the space and the voice to, if nothing else, just out loud vocally acknowledge that this is a bummer. Yeah. This is a bummer. Um, and it it requires kind of shaking that loose a little bit mm-hmm. to, to move on from it because that's that's where the hang up sort of, sort of gets. Um, it's easy to get stuck in, yeah. in that spiral of, you know, this is not going the way that it was supposed to. Right. You know, um, and and 
let's go through a little bit of mourning and a little bit of grief and acknowledge how how much it sucks. And then once that done, once that's done or addressed or a little bit or given a little bit of room to breathe, um, the, the, the skating nature of the pivot starts to go from this is how this sucks to I guess, I guess this is what I need to do next. Right. You know, right. so if that's not going to happen, I guess I need to do this. I guess I need to call this person. Yeah. I guess I need to push this other thing. It starts turning into actions. You know, yeah. it starts getting converting from how we feel about this thing and how awful this is to what am I going to have to do about it. Right. And it does, is it fun and easy to do those things as a result? Not really. But as I said 15 times over the last two or three days, what are you going to do? Right. Right. It's like you got really much of a choice in the <laughs> in the matter. It's sort of what's going to happen. And yeah. so let's get on with it. You know, let's let's get on with it. And if if nothing else sitting for 3 hours in the airport, uh it, it's good for doing things. It's like, well, I have to send this email that I really didn't want to send to push this meeting. It's kind of important to be honest with you uh to the next day and that kind of stinks. But while I'm doing that thing that stinks, I might as well do these other five things that stinks because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm already down. Might as well keep kicking. You right, know, it's right. like, let's get it all out of the way. No, take four wisdom teeth out at once. Let's not do them one at a time. You know, um, let's two at a time. Two at a time. Yeah. Let's, let's get them all done while I'm under. Let's go ahead and do it all. Yeah. Um, and I got a lot done. It was very productive. Well, but yeah. even in this case, you know, um, the, the prescient one of being stuck in the airport, you know, one of the things that that uh, that that my wife was going to have to deal with is like she had a couple of of Zoom meetings on when, yesterday, mm-hmm. right? That she was going to have to miss given the flights that we had. Yeah. Um. She told the one person we have to miss it, and they said, "Well, it's not that important anyway. Let's just do it on Thursday." Perfect. And the other one, um, because the the flight from Chicago to DC was delayed three hours, she was actually able to make it in the airport. So it's like. <laughs> The one wasn't that important and probably couldn't didn't even have to be a meeting. And the other one, because the flight was delayed, she was able to do the other one. Yeah. So it's like she didn't have to take vacation time or unpaid leave or anything like that for that for that dead time in the airport. She was able to actually do the thing. It's like, well, that's that sort that sort of worked right. out. It's yeah. worked out. You like, know, it still might not be ideal, but it's. Yeah, but even is even is that true? I mean, it's not how it was anticipated. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and that's. I mean, how how often are things actually the ideal? Well, it's this whole notion of the the phrase uh, "supposed supposed to go." Yeah, you know, it's not how it was supposed to go. Um, I mean, I have a list as long as my arm of things that weren't supposed to go that way. You know, um, and, and when we have when we say things like that, the list as long as my arm, none of it's good. I mean, it's not a list of happy things that shouldn't have gone that way. It's a list of catastrophes that shouldn't shouldn't but, have gone that way. You know, but that's only based on our habits. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Because you could probably come up with three arms worth of things that were good if you just oh like, totally. Like I don't know, like two and some change years ago, I just went to a happy hour just to hang out with some colleagues. This wasn't this, supposed, this wasn't to, supposed happen to happen. No that. way. No way. Um, uh, I, you know, uh, thought, hey, we could rep- let's can you get time? Let's record a quick podcast. It's like, ooh, there's cold fizzy water in your refrigerator. That's not how it was supposed to go. That wasn't supposed to go this way. Yes. 
Yeah. I even filled a separate water bottle over here to bring it over here. It's like, none of this is going as planned. Absolutely none. No. Right? But I'm not going to lament it for a half an hour either. You yeah. know, I'm not going to pace back and forth. It's like, I wasn't supposed to have that fizzy water. You know? No. Um, but it's like, <laughs> we freely accept the easy things uh, that aren't supposed to go that way. And we fully reject the... <laughs> Yeah. The the bad stuff that isn't supposed to be that way, right? Which kind of makes you wonder, are things supposed to go anyway? Yeah. I mean, that's... You know, and I have my answer. Yeah. No. I it's no. Right. You know, it's yeah. like, I don't think anything's supposed to go any particular way. Things just go. Things just go, which is, makes it easier to say, you know, this is what we're doing. Yeah. Interesting. And we're supposed to live within it. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I asked the question about like how you sit with people in it. Um, in part because I notice, like, as I get a little more savvy in being with what is mm -hmm. as it shows up in my life, I notice, like, a lot of times I'm in these, um, these conversations where in the past it has been mutual airing of grievances, mm -hmm. right? And so I keep finding myself where it comes to this moment where it feels like it's my turn. Mm -hmm. And I can take a turn. To, like, complain about all the things. Right. But I hate that. Yeah. And any time right. that I allow myself to be part of it, even though I do it sometimes with, like, people who I love dearly, like, afterwards, I feel gross. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I think something that I want to practice is figuring out how to be with someone in their discomfort and not have to search my life for what I can be uncomfortable with them with. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 Um, I've 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 met and talked to a number of people who are in situations where they do actually interact with people who are going through like actively like a really tough thing that's actually happening. Yeah. You know, and it's like guiding people as best you can compassionately and at, at a time scale that is um, that that sort of works towards towards a place where something that looks like decisions can get made. You know, it doesn't have to be big ones. Mm -hmm. You know, you can start really small, you know. Um, but it's like as soon as you can get people started with the process of just like making a decision on something, it can it can roll into and what else – what other decisions do I have to make? Right. I'm sorry this is happening to you right now. That really, really stinks. Yeah. Um you had all the stuff that you were going to happen and now it's not going to go that way. And it's really, really tricky. And I'm sorry that's happening. Um, do you want to get a drink of water or are you good for now? Do you want to just sit here for a second or do you want to get some water? It's like, and just like they will, no, I'm all right. Or it's like, yeah, let's get some water. It's like, ah, you just made a decision on something that, that is directly related to this situation and what you're going to do about it. Right. You know, it's like, we got some water. So do you want to talk some more? Or do you want to think about what we have to do? From from here, right. you know, it's like giving rather than like, oh my god, what do you want to do? People are like, Ugh, I don't know. What, what what do you think? You know, yeah. you get caught in that. Yeah. It's like, do you want to get some water or not? Um, it's not. Oh my god, do you want to call somebody? It's like, who do you want to call first? Do you want to call this person or do you want to call that person? Right. You know, it's like it's not just getting to decisions. It's A or B. What do you want? Pick right. one. Pick one. Yeah. You know, doesn't matter which. You know, it's fine with me. You know, which and, and then it's like. Once you start getting people comfortable with, okay, I'm actually actively engaged in the point of, to the point of actually crafting in, um, enlivening whatever the solution might be. Right. 
you know, and it's not, and it's like, don't rush to that. You no. know, it's like, you got to give space for the fact that this really sucks. And we might have to cry for a little bit first and, and feel a little bit of stress. Yeah. You know, but it's like, ah, that sucks. Do you want some water or, 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 or are you good? Right. Well, yeah. and sometimes in situations like this, there isn't a thing to be done. It's just. Right. The thing right. to That's be done too. is. Okay, when do we move to acceptance, right? And that's, I I know one of the things I used to do is like, I would experience something that was uncomfortable, and then I would go find someone to tell the thing mm-hmm. that was uncomfortable to, and then when that was over, I would still find it uncomfortable, so I'd go find a second person to tell right. about, and third, right. fourth, fifth. Right. And at a certain point, like, I started realizing, like, the more I do that kind of thing, it doesn't make the situation more comfortable. And it almost becomes like this weird pain fetish where it's like, I'm going to keep pressing the bruise. Um, And so I think so much of our, you know, like the, the bitching around the water cooler, like so habitualized. I was thinking about that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Like, so how do we, um, how do we move beyond that ritual? I think is part of what, and sometimes like some of that is, you know, like the maybe the place you work makes decisions that aren't ideal and you can talk about them. But at a certain point, is it a known fact that your employer makes decisions you don't love? Of course. Right? Is- and so once that's a known fact, you can observe it. You can't do anything about it. Right. So right. observe it. And then go observe something else. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, and this is the this this sort of comes back a little bit to like resiliency. Yeah, you know. Um, and what what is it what is it like to stick with some some things that are not easy? Yeah, as they're as they're operating, realizing it's like, is there actually something to do here, or does this just suck? And I'm just going to have to sort of accept or consent right to to what to what this is and just kind of get on with my day um or week or whatever whatever it might be and i think some of the some of the ways to address that resiliency and, and to build it is not i mean is not and we've talked about this before not just kind of punishing yourself to power through mm-hmm. or anything like that it's coming to a more easier acceptance or consent as of um this is not that it's not that something is supposed to happen some way and it's and and it's not right getting past the supposed tos right you know um the the supposed to is the first cousin of the should yeah you know um i should i should have done that because this what i'm experiencing now is not what is supposed to have happened right you know so they, they sort of go hand in glove a little bit, you know, and just that, oh, this is what we're doing. Yeah. Alas. So that's how that went. That's how that went. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that that's what I thought this was going to happen. And it is not going that way, mm-hmm. you know, so um, I'm going to take a minute and drink an aha. Well, the, you know, the, I think it's attributed oftentimes to the, to the, the, uh, the Chinese, um, but I think every culture has a has a version of this. When you're stuck in a situation like that and you don't know what to do, just have some tea. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like sit down, make yourself a cup of tea. Yeah. Don't feel like you have to do anything. Right. Right now, 
you know, but sometimes it is just like, do you want some water? Yeah. Let's have a cup of tea and just kind of hang out for a minute. Yeah, it's See what's cooking. The number of things that like, if your first response is do nothing and you just give it some space, a lot of issues... I don't want to say they just go away, but some things have a way of resolving themselves. Right. Or sometimes what you really need is perspective. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you find that at the bottom of the teacup, right? Right. And not in tea leaves. Like, you just need the space. Yeah, just the space. Yeah. Um, And all the the conflicting noises uh, settle. Yeah. A little bit, you know, and... Because right when it happens, they're all just sort of screaming in your ear. Right. You know, they all kind of settle a little bit. And it's like, all right. And it's and some voices persist and sometimes they're reasonable and sometimes they're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's okay. But we're just going to do some stuff that looks different than how we anticipated. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's interesting um, how often the... Um, that wasn't supposed to happen. No, that wasn't supposed to happen. The, f- the fine Dr. Spiegel just like, what'd you do? I just totally uh, hit my knee <laughs> on the bottom of the desk. Um, that was not supposed to Are happen. Are you okay? Did it hurt? I'm, it did hurt. Okay. Um, but I'm powering through. Um, yeah, Alas. it hurt a lot. Um, but this is why like, my legs almost always have bruises all over them. And Eric yeah, will be this like... Is why. What happened? And I'm like, I don't know. And it's because I'm just so used to doing it that, like, yeah, tomorrow there will be a giant bruise on my knee. But I won't remember because I don't pause to observe it. It's just like, well, that happened. Okay. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, I should be kinder to my legs. Look at me shooting myself. I know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking, oh, man, I'm going to have to find that. What, what's our time work on? I'm going to have to edit that out because you're going to hear it on the podcast. And it's like, it was just a couple of days ago when I said it was the ninth. It's like, it's fine. Nobody's going <laughs> to who cares? You know, it's like, really? <laughs> You're not going to listen to the podcast because there's a sound at the 45 minutes. It's like, whatever. Right. Yeah. Ah, uh, so funny. You were, you were, you were looking at what a burden I was going to have caused you. <laughs> and then you let it well, go. Well, anytime I do that, anytime I whack the table, I look at the timestamp to see what, okay, what time is that? Is that yeah. need to come out or is that going to stay in? Yeah. But then what would you, how would you even write it down? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't bring anything. I came unprepared. Ah, so funny you should mention this is maybe not interesting to the people listening to the podcast, but I bought us something that's going to be very exciting. Ooh, what is it? Ooh, what is it? It's actually two somethings. I bought us two tabletop whiteboards. Ooh. So that we can write things down, but because they're they're on little stands. Oh, nice. Like I can write down the questions I want to ask you without you being able to see them. Nice. That'd be very handy. Yeah. That would be extraordinarily handy. So... And it was my assumption that they would be here before we next recorded. But alas, alas. we recorded earlier. <laughs> and it wasn't supposed to be this way. They will be here for the next one. They will. I'm sorry those didn't show up on time. No, they're on time. This podcast is early. Okay, perfect. perfect. So the problem is this. There is no problem. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> there is... There is a future thing that we can anticipate together. Fantastic. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah, this, it's it's tricky. This is also further uh, proof that I stink at surprises. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's not the surprise that uh, it could have been, though. We knew that. Yeah. We so. knew that. Cool. Cool. The pivot, the unanticipated pivot. 
Indeed. You know, which is a, a very gracious and kind business-friendly way to say. That did not go the way we, <laughs> that it, we thought it would or that it was supposed to. And now I am being significantly inconvenienced. Uh, that really is a bummer. Yeah. But uh, there's no escaping the fact that when that happens, oh, you're in it. And you can show it all you want. You're going to find yourself in the exact same place you were. You know, sit down, have a cup of tea. Yeah. You know, and uh, find yourself being a little bit patient and giving all all the parts that struggle and suffer with that the room to do what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it turns out we'll we'll work it out. Yeah, we'll work it out. It might be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually. Cool. Cool. This went okay for being unplanned and yes, an unplanned podcast. Nice. We did it. This wasn't supposed to happen. I was supposed to be sitting in my office just doing like random, like grading stuff and waiting for IT to fix my thing. Yeah. This is much better. This is much <laughs> this better. This is a much better alternative. This is fantastic. I was just sitting around thinking, how am I going to stay awake until my two o'clock meeting? People have done this though. People have done this. It's like, wow, that went a lot better than I thought it did. I mean, people people say that all the time. It's been said. Yeah. That, that, would, that went a lot better than I thought it would. Yeah. So very cool. Awesome. Cool. Well, thanks everybody. Thank you, Paul. Thanks for listening. Uh, check out the website and the socials. We got a cool thing coming up, but we, we might have already started it by the time this goes out. So I need to, I might chop that out. Eh, there will be an exciting thing coming. Who knows what it is? Check out the website and the socials anyway. Yes. Um, and sign up for the newsletter if you like it. And even if you don't. And even if you don't, <laughs> right? You don't have to read it. You just have to sign up for it. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>